Okay, so uh, my name is Matt Poudre, and this is my first attempt at doing a podcast. Uh, the purpose of this podcast, just to be upfront and transparent, is to share things that are on my heart. Uh, I am a Christian. I'm a disciple of Jesus Christ. Uh, I believe that the Bible is the inerrant word of God. And so the things that I'm going to share through this blog are going to relate to my faith. Uh, I welcome any and all comments, but just so you know up front, if, if the only reason you have for commenting on this blog is to be negative or nasty or to start confrontation, I will not dignify those comments with a response. If you want to have a discussion or even a civilized debate, over the things that I say, I'll be more than happy to do that. But I'm not going to give place to people who just want to be nasty and ugly. So, one of the things that I want to do with these is just in, in my own personal devotional life, my own personal Bible study, there are things that I see and I know that I'm not seeing them because I'm that smart or that well-versed, you know, the things that God is showing me. And so these are the kind of things that I just want to put out to share with others and, and find out how you feel about it, to see if uh, you feel the same way or if you have a different take on it. Uh, one of my favorite passages in the Gospels is an account that I very rarely ever hear, hear preached in sermons or talked about, and it is the... Uh, it's the story of the rich, the rich young ruler. Excuse me. Uh, I've always found it to be an interesting account because there are things in there that I think sometimes we miss when we're not really paying attention to it. Uh, the The account, of course, comes from the Gospel of Mark, uh, starting in verse, or starting in chapter ten at verse 17, and this is from the New King James Version. Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him, and asked the teacher, What shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. You know the commandments, do not commit adultery, do not murder, do not steal, do not bear false witness, do not defraud, honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up your cross and follow me. But he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. For me... The thing that has always jumped out about this passage every time I read it is the fact that this young man who, I mean, the, the Bible tells you straight up, he was young, he was a ruler, he was wealthy, he was rich. So he had money, he had power, he had position, he had everything that the world tells us that you want to have. He had all of it. But yet he came to Jesus and asked him one question, just one question, and it was a direct 
question. There wasn't any beating around the bush. What do I have to do to inherit eternal life? What do I have to do to get to heaven? And Jesus told him, well, you know what the commandments say, you know? Don't murder, don't steal, don't lie, don't cheat. And he said, and, and he said I, I've done all that. All these things I've done since I was a youth. And then Jesus told him, take everything you have and sell it, give it to the poor, and then take up your cross and follow me. And that was, that was a common thing that Jesus told the people who wanted to be his disciples. Take up your cross, follow me. He wanted them to know that it was going to be a hard road, that it was going to be a hard way to follow him. But it says that this young man went away sad. And I've always found that weird. Because he came with a very direct question. He got a very direct answer. And then he walked away sad. Why? I believe the reason he walked away sad was because he couldn't do what he had to do to get what he wanted. He was so consumed with his wealth, with his position, with his power, that those things were more important than his eternal life. So instead of being willing to let go of them, he squeezed them a little bit tighter in his hand. He hung on to them a little bit harder and said, no, I can't let go of this. I have to keep this. And I'm sure as he walked away, he was frustrated because he was thinking, why can't I keep what I want and still have what you have to offer? And that's the beauty of the cross. That's the beauty of the gospel is that when we try so hard to hang on to the things that the world tells us that we need or that we should want, we forget that by letting go of it, we can gain so much more from what Jesus has to offer. So he made the choice to hang on to it. He wouldn't let go of it. I saw a, uh, a study, and this has been years and years ago. It was done at one of the Ivy League schools. They, they took some of the lab mice, you know, the little cute little white furry mice. And what they did was they put them into cages, and inside the cage there was water and there was food, you know, I don't know, you know, mice chow or whatever you pick up at your pet store that little white lab rats enjoy. But in the center of the cage, in a tiny box that was secured to the floor of the cage, was some cheese. And the only way into that box was through a very tiny little hole. And if you don't know a lot about mice, mice are an amazing creature because they can get into things through the tiniest of holes. They can just flatten themselves down and squeeze through the little bit of the, the, the tiniest hole to get into side of, in, inside of something. So this these these lab mice were put in and they had water, they had food. They had what they needed to survive. But they could smell what was inside the little box that was bolted to the floor. And mouse after mouse would go up to it and sniff and would very carefully, very deliberately shove their little paw in through and grab hold to the cheese. But once they had hold to the cheese, they couldn't get the cheese back out because the cheese was too big to come out the hole. 
here's where it got interesting. As they followed these mice and as they recorded their actions, some of these mice, even though food and water was readily available to them, were so determined to hang on to that cheese that they fainted. Some of them suffered what they believed to be uh, exhaustion, dehydration, and in a few very, very rare cases, a couple of mice even died because they would not let go of what was in the box in their hands, the cheese. They wouldn't let go of it. Even though they had everything that they needed, they wouldn't let go of it. And that's what happened to this young man in this account. He was so determined to hang on to what he had that it kept him from getting what he wanted that Jesus offered. And I've always thought that's such a sad story. You know, and, and as you read it, I guess you always kind of think of it in terms of, well, that's what's going to happen to the unbelievers. That's what's going to happen to folks who don't accept Jesus. But for me, there's more to it. Because you see, in my life, I have things that I want to hang on to sometimes. Things that I know aren't necessary in my life. But they're things I want to hold on to because they make me feel better. They make me feel more comfortable. They make me feel more secure. So I want to hang on to them instead of releasing them. Because some of those things that we hang on to, drugs, alcohol, pornography, uh, shopping too much, putting yourself into debt, overeating. These are things that we do because they make us feel better but they keep us from everything that Jesus offers us. And if we've already accepted Jesus as our Savior, then why are we hanging on to it still? Why have we not let it go? Because that's the problem. We do let it go, but then something happens, something triggers you, and you go back and you pick it back up. Why? Why do we do that? This young man came to Jesus. He said, what do I have to do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus told him. And he wouldn't let go of what he was hanging on to. That weight that was keeping him from getting what Jesus offered. And sometimes as Christians, we won't let go of that weight that's keeping us from enjoying everything that Jesus has to offer us. So if you're listening to this and, and You've never done that before. You, you, you've never accepted Jesus. It, look, it's real simple. There's not some prayer that you're going to find in the Bible. There's not a sinner's prayer out there. That, that's a man-made thing. It's real simple. In the book of Romans in chapter 10, it says, If you'll confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord, then you'll have eternal life. And that's as simple as it gets. You, you just simply need to be honest with the God of everything and tell him, look, just like everybody else, I've messed this life up. I've made my mistakes and I'm sorry. And I want you to have control. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. And he'll take care of it from there. You just need to follow. Find you a Bible. Start reading. Find a church. Find some committed believers who will pour into you and help you because it's a path. We're called to make disciples, not churches, not buildings, not programs. 
disciples. So find some people who are willing to do that with you. And if you've already done that, and you're sitting there listening to this, and you're thinking, yeah, you know, there, there is some things I'm just, let them go. Confess it. Confess the things that you're hanging on to, and just let them go, and then let Jesus be Jesus in your life. So, that's what I get out of this. That's that's what was going through my head. That's what I wanted to put out. Again, if you, if you want to comment on it, I'll be more than happy to to uh, discuss with you. If there's something you want to talk about, if you want to debate, no thank you. Uh, I am planning on doing more of these. Uh, I'm not sure what the time frame will be of when to put them out, but I do want to do more of them. Uh, because there are other things that I would like to share and, and get out. So uh, if you've enjoyed this, great, let me know. If you didn't, great, let me know. I, I got pretty thick skin. It's not going to hurt my feelings. Uh, but either way, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, come back for more. That's all I got, y'all. <laughs>